Building your confidence and competence as you get set to read out loud or to present ad-libbed. This is Peter Stewart, Get a Better Broadcast podcast and video voice. And we're looking at different marking up styles, why you should mark up or why you could mark up if it helps you. And I believe it does, certainly at the start of your career or if you're reading a brand new script or maybe you're reading a script of a different construct, maybe in a different style. Maybe that's because it's a different author or maybe it's because because suddenly you're you've, you've got a maybe a scientific or a medical script to read when you're used to reading something which is much more short and snappy like a commercial voiceover yeah, yeah so, so it, it would potentially help you to have pen in hand or one of those on-screen script markers that we spoke about a few days ago so we've got another practical for you today So you'll be able to see the scripts in your show notes. Now, you could split a sentence into phrases or cluster phrases with an elongated circle or maybe bunch words together by hyphenating them. Yeah. So if you want to say something particularly fast or make sure that there's a group of words together, if it's just two or three words, you may consider hyphenating them, even if grammatically they shouldn't have a hyphen in between them but it just marshals corrals those words together or alternatively you could write them all in capital letters in a phrase or put a circle around them a different way as long as you as i said a few days ago stick to the same way that you're doing things because otherwise you're going to be looking at annotations and thinking "What, what do i do with this one now so when you mark up your scripts in this way or another way that you've come up with yourself, what it does, it shows you at a glance that everything within that circle, or in capital letters, has to be said as a complete thought, possibly with the same intonation. Now, it's less often used than some other markups, and it's difficult to show uh, in, 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 in print, and it may even not come over in the show notes. So let me explain, just because how it's how it shows up, you know, on, on, on your podcast player. But you can perhaps... Um, see how it may be useful in a situation like this okay you'll be able to see the script there but you probably won't be able to see the markup it's back it's big it'll save you money Stuart's big holiday weekend sale now as i say the hyphen could be used in a similar way that several words are linked and need to be clustered in their delivery you know you, you probably record of the week or deal of the day and that kind of thing but with here i've put a circle i'll be tempted to put a circle around that second phrase it's back it's big it'll save you money stuart's big holiday weekend sale yeah when you're lifting that whole phrase and stuart's big holiday weekend sale is a phrase and it all needs to go together Now, another example might be a slightly unusual name or title, which also might have a hyphen in, for example, uh, to to make it easier to say. Now, the top person at the BBC is called the Director General, which is an unusual title. And if you're coming across that for the first time, you might be tempted to say the Director General, because you're not expecting to see the word general there. Yeah. So, very often put a put a hyphen in between so you can see that those two titles those two names or two both two parts of, of of that title go together the announcement by the bbc director general or maybe you've got a situation where you've got someone's name 
but there's a junior version and it's the junior person who is speaking yeah so you could perhaps put a, a hyphen between the surname and the junior sounds a bit confusing let me give you an example the video recorded by donald trump junior yeah what i'm saying is putting a hyphen between the trump and the junior makes it highlighted to you that those two words go together so you don't end up with the video recorded by donald trump junior without the guiding hyphen you may drop your voice on, on director or trump and, and then find it awkward to complete the phrase with assurance okay let's move on to another example and again you'll be able to see this script in the show notes the court heard that the retired vet had kept 13 cats, seven hamsters, four chinchillas and a tortoise in her one-bedroom apartment. So, you could read it like that, but I'm suggesting that if you highlighted that list of animals and said it in a slightly different intonation, it would perhaps give greater irony to the story. Yeah? You're putting that list of animals all together in a cluster. The court heard that the retired vet had kept 13 cats, 7 hamsters, 4 chinchillas and a tortoise in her one-bedroom apartment. Marking your script up in this kind of way just adds a little bit more understanding, relevance, a bit of personality perhaps, to the script that you're reading. OK, you know what? In a few weeks' time, we're going to be talking about stress and emphasis and inflection. TLDR, I hate the word stress and emphasis and much prefer inflection, but we'll come to that, as I say, in a few weeks' time. It's a huge topic and it's an important topic and it's a topic which is not very often taught in voiceovers and um, um, broadcast journalism schools and acting because it's difficult to teach. That's why I'm going to grab it by the neck and lead you through how to read with correct inflection. That happens in a few weeks' time. We're just going to stop off tomorrow and give you a little bit of a tease on marking up for emphasis tomorrow as Get A Better Broadcast podcast and video voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs> 